I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Hip Hop Feuds and Beefs. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both radio and TV, free of charge on LisaEvers.com. In this episode, we're talking about hip hop beefs and feuds then and now. Back in the day, the East Coast, West Coast beef was real. Many believe it claimed the lives of two of the greatest rappers of all time, Biggie and Tupac. Others in and around the music industry were threatened, shot, and some murdered. Tension was everywhere. Diss tracks often turned into disturbing violence. But today's shots fired tend to take place in social media, in the social media arena, where careers, reputations are made and fans can come and go, but they can also follow every single move that the artists are making. So are all the beefs and feuds we're hearing about and seeing right now, are they real? or are they just publicity stunts to get downloads and more followers? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me is Rob Markman. He's the head of artist relations for Genius. He's a rapper himself and also a well-known music journalist. Rob, great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us is Jazz the Rapper, internationally known battle rapper. She's from Brooklyn. Jazz, thank you so much for thank being with us. We appreciate it. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's a public relations specialist with SMF Global Consultants. Lucky, great to have you with us. Thank you, pleasure as always. Thank you. Rob, I want to start with you on this. What's your take on all the beefing that we're seeing almost every day? There's a new beef or a new feud or some new development like that. It's frivolous. I mean, when it's amongst the rappers, like, if y'all ain't making records, if, if as a fan I'm not getting a good record out of it, you could keep it, man. Like, I ain't, I, you know, I'm not an Instagram fan. I'm not a fan of memes. Like, I'm a rap fan. So it's like, you know, you see Eminem and MGK and, you know, Kill Shot and Rap Devil. That's what I want, man. Like, give me the bars. Like, all the rest of that stuff, you can keep it. Because a lot of it is for show. It's not even real. Let's talk about uh, jazz rapper. The ladies have been dominating a lot of the yeah. beef talk lately, especially Nicki Minaj. Mm -hmm. What do you make of everything that's, that, that you see going on as as a female artist? Um, I, I think it's... All right, this is the thing. A lot of people say they hate when the female rappers go against each other. I feel like it's going to happen because the males go against each other. We right. shouldn't be any different. We're still in an industry where it's about rap. I want to prove I'm better than you. You know what I mean? I do feel like the Nicki and Cardi thing does have some behind-the-scenes stuff going on with it, but I love it. I love it. I love it because it's, it's exciting. And like he said, they're throwing shots on songs. You know what I mean? I want to hear that. And they actually, you know, got into the little, well, Cardi through the shoe. But, you know, they got into that. And I like if if it's really that serious, then do something about it. Of course, I don't want, like, people to die or anything like that. Right. But, you know, it's exciting. And I think we need it. I think we need it. And as long as it's not just for Twitter or for sales, go for it. Lucky, we're, see, we're seeing a lot of the hip-hop artists now are much bigger in popularity and also in terms of fame than movie stars. They're mm -hmm. really the movie stars of our era right now. So what do you make of the of the beefing and the feuding? Do you think some people actually do it on purpose, knowing that this, you know, this could get a reaction? A hundred percent. I think most people do it for the reaction and they see the value. And I'll, I'll take like somebody like 50 Cent, who has made kind of a career based on that. He's a professional troller. Um, and you know, in one of my one of his funniest beef right now is the one that he had actually. I know he's always with Ja Rule, but the one he's doing with uh, Buster Rhymes, um, that has been completely hilarious. And I I get what you're saying too about I want to hear the music and I want to hear the essence of what hip hop is because that is what everybody loves about hip hop: the battle, the hunger, the fight for it. Um, but at the same time, 
I'm very much into the social media now. I'm the young old head, as my interns call me. Um, I like to see them, you know, entertaining each other and drawing people in and, and the fights back and forth. It's a little bit of fun. What about, though, uh, Rob, give us a perspective with the Nicki Minaj because there, there's people feel like Jazz said, you know, there, there's got to be a little bit of something real probably behind that. Give us give us a sense of the history there. I mean, you know, the history is basically, and, and it's the same thing. I like the point that Jazz made is that the males go through it, too. You know, Nicki has been at the top of the game for a long time. Um the same way Jay-Z was when, when him and Nas started going at it. When you're at the top of the game, there's always going to be friction. Here comes Cardi, and her records is popping, and she's making a lot of noise. So, you know, th th I think women are pitted against each other, and that's real. But I think, you know, there's a natural friction of what goes on because Nicki's not letting go of her top spot. She's not just going to give it to you. And Cardi ain't come here to play number two. So there's always going to be that, that friction there. So it's definitely like some behind the scenes. But historically, we've always seen that be the case. Do you think it's mm. good? For, do you think jazz is good for the music, especially as for female artists? Because for a long time, you know, there were, for, for a while there, there was like a real void of female artists. Yeah, it's it's really good. It Like I said, it makes it exciting. Um, I, I loved Cardi's album. You know what I mean? And like I said, they're throwing the shots at each other. It gives a reason for me to listen to, ooh, Nicki just dropped a new song. Let me see if she threw a shot. Even if it's not a shot, you want to take any little thing and say, yeah, this is a shot. You know what I mean? And right. Same thing with Cardi. You know what I mean? And they did try to say they wasn't throwing shots, but we all knew they were shots. I love it. It helps it. It that, helps it a lot. That's the thing. I'm, I want to see records. I, I, I'm i not sure what the shots are. Like, I, I know I know the shoe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, I, right. I, know, I know. I know. It was an expensive shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure about right. that? Like, 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 what's the song? that they going at each other. Like, maybe it was motorsport that they was going at each other, but nobody is going to... You went like owned up to like and Yeah, and like, like Nikki and Remy went at it. And, oh, and, yeah, and you that knew, was brutal. And, and, and it was like, it's no subs. This is about you. This is about you. And and that was entertaining. That was good for the game. That was good for the sport of rappers. When it's Nikki and Cardi, I see all the headlines, but what are the records? Like, so you I, just wanna, I want the you records. Want a I'm a rap fan. You want to fool this yeah, song. or something. <laughs> I'm a rap fan. <laughs> he's a rap. He's a rapper and a rap he fan. So give him the. He just. He just. He just wants it. But but lucky. Do they even need to have a song now? Today they don't because social media is key. Like we're living in a world that is visual. They want to see everything. They want to touch, feel, and and feel involved. And what we forget about in the the essence of the battles of hip hop is that they're what I call residuals of the battles and of the beefs. Is that it trickles down, and that a lot of these people, they'll you'll start a beef with someone, say Nicki and Cardi. And then that beef now trickles down to the people on the post who are talking to each other. <laughs> oh, right. And now when Nikki goes to the- And they go at each and other they're going in at the each comments. Other, and then Nikki goes to the, the hair salon, and now the hairstylist is a, just happens to be a Cardi fan. You know what I mean? And and then she does something to her, you know, but it just gets out of hand. And I don't think people are always ready for the consequences of what they're, you know, of what they're doing with these beefs. And not only are they not ready for the consequences, but they're they're somehow thinking that they're exempt from it. Like, it's, like, it cannot happen to them. And that's what I'll tell anybody, in my, especially my clients who are hip-hop rappers coming up MCs. I'm like, look at the past. It's going to repeat itself. And you have to figure out what you are going to be accountable for and what you want to do and what you can be reliable on. And, like, don't put this out there if you can't handle it. Right. Like my grandmother used to say, don't write a check that your butt can't cash. <laughs> you know? You know? <laughs> All right, no, no, we're going to take a short break. Uh, this is Street Soldiers. We'll be right back. New York City, it's Miguel, and you're tuning to the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real people, real issues, and real politics. Only on Hot 97.
Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop feuds and beef. Joining me for this conversation, Rob Markman. He's the head of artist relations at Genius. He's a rapper. He's also a music journalist. Rob, great to have you with uh, us. Nah, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Jazz the Rapper. She's an internationally known battle rapper. She's from Brooklyn. Jazz, great to have you with us. Great to be here. Thank you. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's a public relations specialist um, with SMF Global Consultants. Lucky, great to have you with us. Pleasure. What about you? Talk. We're talking about people don't start the beef if you can't handle it. Jazz, who can't handle it? <laughs> Listen. Come on, if don't you, be all shy now on this. <laughs> I, I heard you on the on the battle rap microphone. Don't get all shy on my microphone here. If you don't if you don't have the bars right. to come at somebody, or even if you don't have bars, if you don't have the personals to come at somebody, don't start anything because like like Rob said, and you know, you wanna hear songs. You wanna hear full songs like Rap Devil and Kill Shot. MGK and Eminem can rap. So they were impressive on those. You know what I mean? If you can't rap, you can't. You're not. We don't want to hear that diss song. We don't want to hear. It's not gonna what, be good. What, what about the? What about the? Because you know we're talking about female females with females, males with males. What What about Nikki with Barbie Dreams? What, Rob, what did you think when you heard that? That was a fun record. I was I was disappointed at the rest of the media, especially the non hip hop media who labeled that as a diss song. I hated it. It, it wasn't really a diss song. It. There's a lineage of that song. That's that's. Biggie, you know, Dreams, right. that's 50 Cent, How to Rob. It, you know, it's almost satirical in it. I, that's a fun record. That's a great record. That's not I the thought it was record. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I saw the media like, oh, why would you say that about them? I'm like, yo, y'all taking the fun out of everything. <laughs> but, and, it's exactly. fun. It, it's laugh at it. Like, it's not really a diss record. Of course, I'm dissing them, but it's for fun. It's not like I'm saying I don't like this person. Yes. But I think it was also, I, I looked at it too, as just, just, you know, seeing females, you know, through through hip hop, it was also kind of like a milestone for a woman to be right. able to do that in a fun way. Right. Talking about, about all these guys. Yeah. Yeah. And she's such a superstar. She could get away with talking mm -hmm. about all these guys. Yeah, only and it, it was just, yeah. She, she, she did it. But, she but did. I do, and this is not for Nikki because I think Nikki made a fun record, but you see how when beef or the perception of beef, is, is happening in hip hop. Right. Everybody picks up on it, not just the hip hop sites, but the, the e newses, the peoples.coms, and all of this, because it generates traffic and it generates interest and it generates hype. And, you know, I think with that Nikki Barbie Dreams, I think they got it wrong when they were reporting it as a beef record. But what that does is that tells other artists, like, oh, if I do a beef, you know, this is how I'm going to get on, this is how I'm going to get popular. But a lot of them, like Jazz said, aren't equipped with the bar, so you just need to shut the hell up. And plus also, too, I think now, now Lucky, because hip-hop is so big, number one most streamed uh, music genre in the world. Yes. And so popular. It's the pop culture of the United States. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, the, and these artists drive, what Rob was talking about, they drive so much traffic. So what about for artists who think, oh, this is just going to be on social media, or this is just going to be on some hip-hop blogs, but now you have these, these quote-unquote mainstream publications, mm -hmm. mainstream TV, mainstream everything, picking up on it and just adding hundreds of thousands of of more hits and followers and and all that and just ratcheting it up is there a danger with that there's a hundred percent of danger with that because when you're putting that energy out into the atmosphere you know you you attract what you give you know what i mean so you're giving the world this image that you're not really equipped to live up to um a lot of these kids you know i call them internet thugs <laughs> um to where they they can film this image and edit it down to something that they're trying to portray but as soon as somebody walks up on them in the street, it's it's a problem and they're scared and now they're pleading for their life. So, I, like, again, it's all about accountability. 
if you don't want an, uh, a reaction, you know, you don't put that out there. And I always tell my clients, please be careful what you say and who you say it to. Look these other artists up. Some of these dudes are real. They're really coming from the streets, and this is the life that they used to live. And they are just putting on the side for the moment to put it on a record. Mm -hmm. But they will come at you. You know, and and also to the Rob in terms of the media game, the role that the media plays mm -hmm. in it during the East Coast West Coast yeah. days, the the media was very criti uh, criticized, especially mm -hmm. the hip hop media for the, you know, starting out with those covers when there were paper magazines talking about that. But now it's a different game, and these publications that may know nothing about the culture, nothing about right. the music, mm -hmm. they just see the tremendous star power of the artists and the the number of followers and that's gold to them. And, and that fuels to that fire you know what we do over at genius is you know we try to break down the lyrics so the example of mgk and eminem like you know those were the two most traffic songs of that week it, for genius and you know what we did was we broke down the bars like if you listen to eminem's kill shot it's a direct response, almost line for line, of everything that MGK said. You know, when he's like, oh, what's in your bowl? Is that oatmeal, cereal? It's because in the video, the Rap Devil video, he's eating out a bowl. Um, and, you know, he responds to every line. So we try to break it down that way and not super sensationalized. But you can see where it gets dangerous. You know, look at um, an artist just last year, like Young Dolph. You know, it, it seemed like every time we, we opened social media, he was getting shot at, you know, um, because of... of, of you know, it had to do with something in real life, but there were rap records around that too. I think that's what Lucky is talking about, these consequences that's not nothing to play with because it's real life consequences. We don't want another Biggie and we don't want another Pac um, tragedy to happen on our hands. So we try to stay away from that at Genius. No, I understand, that's that's great. Jazz, in terms of getting under people's skin, you that's kind of your stock and trade as a <laughs> battle rapper. Yeah. How do you look at somebody in, or, you know, an opponent um, or a challenger and like, this is how I'm going to do it? Or this is I, what's going to push that button that's really going to make them go off? I study them. I'm more of a, I'm more of a chess player. Like a lot of people describe my style as strategic. Um, there's some people that don't study you. They'll just talk about your father, your mother, somebody that died. Just generic, they'll, yeah. yeah. They'll do that. Me, I study you. Like if I see, if I watch one of your battles and I realize everybody, some, every time somebody mentions something particular, and you get, you walk around, or you you start drinking your water, or you get mad, or you say things. I know that that's your button, so I'm gonna say something about it. You know what I mean? You just have to study people to get under their skin. That's how I do it. You could say, I mean, I could really just, you know, just talk about how somebody looks, and that might get under their skin. Everybody's different. You know what I mean? That's right? Because some people different. don't care. That's a, I'm a fan of that. That's amazing. Like, that's a because science. Because it, it's the art. It's the science. It, it reminds me of the Drake and Pusha T beef that we just got yes. with with. You know, I think. Pusha, I feel like he set Drake up when, you know, he dropped the infrared. He kind of left the door for Drake to respond when he talks about the Quentin Millers and the ghostwriting. And then, you know, Drake responds with his Duffy freestyle, mentions Pusha T's wife. And he's like, oh, since you mentioned my fiance, I'm going to open the book on you and, and, and your show love life, why you're afraid <laughs> which is of commitment. a very big book. <laughs> yeah, why you're afraid of commitment. Your parents divorced. This is why you're afraid of commitment. Um, Whoa, on some Dr. Phil ish. Then you have a baby that that we don't know about, and, and the child's mother is in the porn industry in some type of way. He broke it down. Like I feel like that's the science that Jazz yes. is talking about. I'm gonna study my opponent and I'm gonna like break it down. Super that's person. the art. That's the science. That's of and, you, and you set them up. Like you know what I mean. Like a, well, most battles are three rounds. I make sure the first round is like an intro. Second round, I'm I'm digging. But my third round, I don't know how. I don't even do it on purpose. But it somehow ends up being me 
breaking you down personally. There's something going on here. Even if it's even if I'm just making it up, I make it sound like it's real. Like I'll have the audience thinking like, yo, that might be true. Like he said with the daddy issues, like, yo, the divorce issues, that's why you can't commit. Wow, that makes sense. Right. Artists, you gotta you gotta know how right. to do that. Artists pay attention, y'all getting a free lesson over there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> lucky attack. lucky what but what what about the but People are, you know, artists are human beings. Artists are human beings yeah. too. It's a, but it's like you doesn't doesn't that take a toll in a certain, you know, nope. at some point. Wait, a toll as far as doesn't what? take a toll <laughs> like on the person. Like they might overreact. They might slip publicly themselves if they get really uh, irritated or annoyed. It takes a lot to maintain a lie. So if you're not living your truth, of course it's going to take a toll on you. But somebody like her who is a master of her craft and really, you know, digging deep and trying to to elevate the the culture of hip-hop then she'll never be uncomfortable because being uncomfortable is the essence of hip-hop it's about breaking free of what you feel uncomfortable about and being able to maneuver through that to deliver a verse or a line that's going to destroy that other person so if you're not comfortable with being uncomfortable this is not for you right like the same way i attack i'm expecting you to attack yeah i but you can't get under my skin. Like, I don't. And, I don't. Oh, there's, mm. a, there's, a, there's a challenge. There's a challenge right but, uh, there. That's why I Pusha, to me, won that battle because how do you respond? What do you say about Pusha T? I, I, I don't know any dirt about this dude. <laughs> Outside of once you say, yo, you never sold as much drugs as you say you sold. After right, that, exactly. Where, 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 exactly. where's the disc? You were selling yeah. waters at the intersection. <laughs> you wasn't selling. You like, weren't selling drugs. Like you would have to come oh, up with man. something. Something. You know, real. May, he he would have had to snitch on somebody or some yeah. like deep skeleton in his closet. Right. And right. I don't believe Pusha has them. Information or something. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's true, but yeah. you gotta get something that nobody but, knows because that's what Pusha T did. Because he came like up, being a reporter. You gotta get some. You gotta get some information. Because look, Drake didn't even respond. Instead, he started responding to Kanye. And, and, and the push it that was a great battle in terms of and I'm not even talking about the salaciousness and the headlines I'm talking about what jazz is talking about the art and the science of that that yo that was textbook that was amazing yeah all right we're gonna keep talking about this hip-hop beefs and feuds I'm your host Lisa Evers we'll be right back hey yo this is Pat Post with Lisa, Lisa Evers put your thinking caps on street soldiers Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop beefs and feuds. Joining me for this conversation, Rob Markman. He's the head of artist relations for Genius. He's a rapper himself and also a very well-known and respected music journalist. Rob, great to have you with hey, us. Hey, Lisa, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. Also with us is Jazz the Rapper. I don't think you want to battle her after I've been hearing what she's saying. <laughs> she's an internationally known battle rapper from Brooklyn. Jazz, great to have Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's a public relations specialist with SMF Global Consultants. Lucky, great to have you with us. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Jazz, how far is too far? Did you ever, honestly, you know, you're in the middle of a battle, you come up with something, and it, you just feel like, almost like, oh wow, that was, this person may be like depressed about this for days afterwards. Um, I, it's funny, somebody just asked me that yesterday. I person, personally, I don't talk about dead people. I don't talk about dead people. Okay. Um, but there's people that don't care about that. And you right, know, like luckily, if they lost a mother or yeah, their, like, their boyfriend like or husband or girlfriend, and like their mom or dad or, or their kid died like right. recently. I'm not. That's that's too far. Yeah. But there's people that do it in battle rap, and every time I see, I'd be like, oh my god. But there's never been an issue. Like a person wouldn't lash out, and I think that goes to you know you have to expect the worst when you're battling, you have to. Like, I feel like if my mom or something, God forbid, she died right before a battle and somebody, you know, brought it up, I'm not gonna lie, the battle would be over. 
because that's too far for me and I don't care what, what people think about it I'm not standing for it but there's been times where it's been said and nothing's nothing's happened because I mean everybody is different I do have thick skin but that's just different that's but different. have you been in a battle where afterwards it was kind of like you're walking out of there and they're like you're her people are looking at you like oh yeah yeah um there was one battle um she uh she was like she was like homeless at one point and I was make I was rapping about it. I had bars about it. I had bars about her kids. But I had bars about her kids because in her battles she has bars about people's kids. So right. I wanted to give So what you felt she, that was fair game. Yeah, I wanted to do it to her. Dish it back. She couldn't do it to me. I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was like, I want I want her to know how it feels. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. said, I'm I'm trying to get under You're going skin. in there. You're you trying to go I mean? in the skin. And but, people was like, You went too far talking about her being homeless. Nope, I did not. It's battle rap. Rob, Rob, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people still talk about the and we, we see all the specials and everything like that about Biggie and Tupac. What went too far in that situation? The violence, the outside, the everybody around them. If, look, if you look at every big interview during that era, he downplayed the whole beef. So, you know, if this was today and we had social media and Big has, so I don't think you'd see Big on Twitter or Instagram spurring on a beef like, like let's say, like to the degree that a Takashi Six Nine does it now, right? Right. Um, Big That's a great point. Big always downplayed that beef to the point where, what were the records? Everybody talks about the East Coast, West Coast, but what were the records? We know hit them up from Pop because that was very direct. Right. Big, to this day, Little C's, Puff, they deny that Who Shot You was even about Pop. They say they recorded it way before. I hear the record. It sounds like it's about Pop to me. There's certain <laughs> lines in there that yeah. the science of it sounds like a direct response to certain Pop things. But even to this day, over 20 years later, Little C's, Puff, they still won't admit that Who Shot You is about it. They tried to downplay that beat. That was something else. That was beyond rap, and that went way too far. And that was just a street culture that was so prevalent at the time. So, something else was going on there that that had nothing. It was about everything else but rap. But but yeah. the music right. and very and very serious. I mean, people right. and and even in broad you know broadcasting and journalism with the show with the station, it it was always just don't don't escalate it because it was really serious. Right. But go ahead. Mom. No, no, I was gonna say I also think that was the time where the media itself saw the real value in hip hop and the battles and beefs because that sold some of the most papers and the media headlines and the news. I mean, it was covered more than anything else from hip hop. So I think once they saw that, then everybody started to become kind of vultures on the culture a little bit. Absolutely. They egged it on. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, th and that's what's going on. There's a lot of culture vultures yeah. out there that spur on this beef. Again, where you see non-hip hop who don't cover hip hop every day. Right, but all of exactly. A sudden, when there's a beef, all of a sudden you're a hip hop <laughs> but, expert. But can you, you ain't got nobody of color on your staff reporting on this man's bogus. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But can you But can, you can understand, though, from the media standpoint, because you ha you look at hip hop, there's tons of video. You right. know, there's tons of video available because people yes. are doing videos. It's all very colorful. It's all very well produced. Everybody looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's jewelry. It's yeah. like everything you, everything that makes a great TV piece is yes. right there. But I, I, I don't know anything. If you don't know anything about the culture of it, stay out of it. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not sitting here reporting on Ryan Gosling. I don't know anything about Ryan Gosling. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, Neither I, do I. I, I stay in my lane. <laughs> or if I do, I'm going to research it really well. But, you know, a lot of what happens in the media now is like, let's get this story up really quickly. Oh no, Nicki Minaj Because they want to get the hits. Nicki Minaj is just a bunch of male rappers. She's just the entire hip hop community. Let's get this story up. Nicki Minaj new diss song. But then James. what happens? It was a homage to Big. It was actually quite the opposite of exactly. And then, but then there's, but then one me, one big media outlet sees the other media out, another big media outlet do it. They get on it, and it just puffs. You know, it just. 100%. Yeah. Do I have a camera? 
Mind but, your business. Yeah. <laughs> hip hop. Mind your business. <laughs> that we we talking. Yeah. This Are us. you starting beef right yeah, now? I'm like, show. Mind your business. <laughs> hey, right. push for peace. Come but on. Anyway, Lisa, this is also why we're thankful for people like you. But thank you. Because, you know, in my opinion, you can't say hip hop without saying Lisa Evers. You know what I'm saying? And you have been one of Lucky, the truth thank seekers. Thank you so much. It's the truth. You've been one of the truth seekers and the truth givers of hip hop and and some of the one of the main reasons why our culture actually is able to push forward and people can see the essence of what we really are. So thank you. No, well thank you so much. Yeah. I, re I really appreciate that. Yeah. You're not setting me up for a beef or something. No, right? no, no. Jazz, no. do you do that? Do you compliment people and then you you do no thank lucky thank you so much. I should learn to take a compliment better, but what what about but do you set people up too? When um, you're when you're battle, battle rapping them to get in their head? Me, um I'm I don't know, I'm I'm a different type of person. Like I I get along with generally everybody, um, but when it's time to battle, it's time to battle. So I give you my respect. If I think you're nice, I'm gonna tell you you're nice. You know what I mean? But I'm still gonna talk about every bad thing about you. I'm gonna bring everything to light. So I don't really have to do something snakeish to right. to make you fall for something. Like you, you're not gonna have any idea of what I'm gonna talk about. But I'm not gonna act like I'm your friend just to do something crazy. Yeah. There are people that are snakeish in in every industry. Oh, totally. But I'm not. I'm not that person. You're not that way. Like, yeah, let's hang out. Let's do this. And then I'll talk about something you told me in a battle. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. L Lucky, what about in terms in terms of the media, in terms of the exposure for for a new artist? They get into they get into some kind of beef, or there's some words outside a club, or there's something that happens. They get all this attention, and they don't have the music that Rob talks about to back it up they're not at that level yet does that can they just fall by the wayside or can that be they the can career fall killer by the wayside or they, or they need to find a ghostwriter immediately because <laughs> um i've seen a lot of times where people get the notoriety for creating the beef or starting something and then they end up you know on a, a love and hip-hop they end up on a show like mm. that because they can't really deliver mm. but they can deliver the drama that the show needs so, I mean, there's a way to still have a career, but it's just something I wouldn't personally suggest. So they can deliver the drama, but, but not the bars. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes when it works out really beautifully, like, you know, if we go all the way back, um, KRS-One, you know, his whole, the, the bridge wars and going against Shan was because right. Juice Crew, they wouldn't put him on. They wouldn't play his records. So he made a diss record, created a beef, and then created a career out of that. Um, how I see that translate today is, is, is a new rapper by the name of YBN Corday, who was doing freestyles. Um, you know, J. Cole dropped the song in 1985 where he was kind of criticizing the young generation for what they're doing right now. And then YBN came back with a song called Old N-Words and he gave the response to Cole. It almost came off like a diss record, but he was like, no, I'm going to give you the respect, the perspective from the young guys. And he battled, he kind of went at Cole a bit and wow. then launched his own career and even got J. Cole's respect. Like, that's the way you do it when you yeah. come into the game. That's, that's why right. battling is the essence and that's when it works really beautifully. Like, there's a friction and then, you know, you showcase your talent and you create a career out of it. And I think it, YBN's going to be around for a while. And push, pushing the art and pushing the culture Absolutely. forward, too, with, with, with all of that. What about, Lucky, in terms of the uh, so, some of the females, though, is there a, is there a danger now with all the battling hip-hop females that it's going to cancel each other out or that a bad representation? I don't think it's going to cancel anything out because, like you said before, I think it's, it's necessary for hip-hop, you know. Um, whether male or female, the, the playing field deserves to be even. You know what I mean? They deserve a shot to battle and, and, and cause a drama and have fun with it the same way the fellas did coming up in their day. And the, and the females, MC Light, anybody else who battled rap back in the day. Um, but the only thing I say again, which I know I keep repeating, but I just want people at home to get this message. You have to be willing to pay. 
you know, pay those consequences. It, it, it comes with probably somebody fi wanting to fight you, somebody wanting to get in your face. If you're not ready to face that, walk away or just put your, you know, or put the pen down or pick a pen up and do something else. Be a poet. Right. And if you're not ready to have people stopping you everywhere you go, asking exactly. you about it, exactly. when maybe you don't want to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Because you could walk into the grocery store, they want to know. You know what I mean? I've been with some of my clients, no matter where we go, no matter what they've done, sometimes the, the, the one thing that people want to talk about more than anything, you know, the thing they don't want to talk about is always going back to that beef and that battle. And now this is something that they wish they couldn't do. But at the same time, it's the essence of what built their career. So it, it, it's a gift and a curse at the same time. You just got to be willing to handle and it. Know, and know what you're getting in for. Yeah. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Ro Timmy. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about hip-hop beefs and feuds. Joining me for this conversation, Rob Markman. He's the head of artist relations for Genius. He's also a rapper and a very well-known and well-respected music journalist. Rob, great to have you with us. You're, thanks Thank for you having so me, much. Thank you. Also with us is Jazz the Rapper. She's an internationally known battle rapper from Brooklyn. Jazz, great to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Also with us is Lucky Church. He's a public relations specialist with SMF Global Consultants. Lucky, great to have you with us. Always a pleasure to be with the queen. Uh, thank you so much. Alpha to Omega, everything in between. No, I can't. I'm joking. Rob, in terms of the, the biggest beef that you think was the most productive in terms of the culture, in terms of you know the rapping what's your favorite my all-time favorite is always going to be jay-z and nas they, they were, jay is my favorite rapper of all time nas is number two my world was torn apart you know what i mean at that time but it was just so great because i can remember the records if you if i if i can't name your records in the beef then you ain't really have a real big beef so when we talk about takeover when we talk about ether when we talk about stillmatic freestyle when we talk about super ugly blueprint two like we got some of the illest most lethal rhymes plus performances, the Hot 97 stage, um, you know, with Jay and what almost happened with Nas on the Hot 97 stage with, with the, the lynching, which was kind of crazy. It, it was just, it had the right amount of lyrics and art and then entertainment as well. And a, and a lot of uh, a lot of frantic calls and discussions and conversations <laughs> yes. and what's going on, what's, what's happening about that. Jazz, what about for you? Um, my favorite, I mean, it wasn't as big as Jay-Z and Nas, but Beans and Kiss, Mm. Crazy. Um, I was a bit older for that. For the Jay Z and Nas, I was a bit younger, so I think that's why that one resonates with me. And Kiss was, is one of my favorite rappers. Beans always been respected. You know what I mean? And like it was just on wax, back to back to back. I, I'm here for the bars. I'm here for the bars. Nothing more, nothing less. And they delivered. So that one, that one is definitely one of my favorites. Who won that beef? You <laughs> ask, you, you ask a hundred people. Oh, yeah. like, it's always split. Who like, do you think? Who, who who do you think won Jay Z and Nas? I oh. think Jay won. I'm from Brooklyn though, so maybe I'm biased. I think Jay. Won. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm biased too because Kiss one of my favorites. Like, so I'm gonna go with Kiss, but. If somebody say Beans won, I'm not gonna argue them down. It's gonna be like, I respect it, but nah. I think that, <laughs> I don't think, I think that battle. I respect was, it, but I don't think the same that way. That might have been uh -huh. the most evenly matched battle yeah. that we ever saw. They, like, was that was, really they were so bugging. evenly matched. Yeah, it was nice, Ken. Yeah. Lucky, lucky. What about for you? Um, for me, it's it wasn't technically a battle, but everybody knew it was, and it was something that me and my cousin Leon, shout out to Leon, used to argue about all the time. But it was uh, Lauren Hill, and when she dropped the what was it, the Lost Ones, right? Mm -hmm. It was a track. Um, but I felt like w nobody could respond to her. And she was, to me, one of the first females that really shut it down and let dudes know, like, don't come for me. 
I got lyrics and I will bury you. Mm -hmm. And she kind of started it and finished it all in one track, in my opinion. So that's why I would Lauren, say that Lauren was my versus frame. the Fugees. Yeah, Lauren versus the Fugees, and, and and she destroyed them. And she she just absolutely <laughs> she's there. Clear cut. That's all my, right. That's, she's my favorite. That's it. All right, perfect. <laughs> what about me? What about Meek Mill? Meek Mill has just been. I don't even know where to begin with Meek Mill, but it ended. <laughs> where do yeah. we start with Meek Mill? Me, I mean, you know, you start with, with the, the first B for the first. Yeah, I mean, know, him and Drake, the Twitter like, and the, you know, even that even the tweet was um. That was Meek being passionate. And I think that's Meek's strength is his passion. So, you know, sending the tweets probably wasn't smart. Like, you know. And explain for people what he was doing. With he, he was tweeting that Drake had a ghostwriter. Um, and, you Which know. Which is a serious and, yeah, accusation and he, he didn't want to be compared. And we heard the reference tracks. We did eventually hear Quentin Miller reference tracks. I feel like maybe if it, if it was jazz, you know, and maybe she could agree. Like, I wouldn't have tweeted that. If I wanted to go at Drake, I would have saved all that information for a record, and I would have given you a yeah. record. Or I would have tweeted a, a little hint. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some some type of hint that something's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then save that information for a song because that was really all Meek had. That that that, that battle would have been different the if we would have got that information been, in the diss track rather this than this track could have started off with the reference, and then. Boom, bars, rap. It and that would have changed it, the whole yeah, he course do of that. Right. And he wouldn't have looked because people, he took a lot of, lucky, okay. he took a lot of heat and a lot of ridicule for that. <laughs> he did. Of he course. Did, I mean, you did. have, you, Drake Drake has a cult following. You're going to have the people that, like, like respect him and they're going to be like, oh, you whack. And you're going to have people that are against Ghost Riding and they're going to be like, yo, you right. Y'all just siding with Drake because right. y'all like him. You but know at, what I mean? But he should have saved it. At the end of the day, who wins the beef is about who raps. And, and Drake rapped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he came at it. Um, so it was great. There's a memorable hip hop beef that we're gonna remember forever, and forever. and they're good now. And Drake did Drake. I, I respect Drake for that because he reminded people that yeah, I, I sing, I do pop culture, I do the Afro beats, but I rap. You know what I mean? He's like don't reminding forget. people like yeah, right. that don't forget. I don't rap. take away from my don't take away from my rap game because nah. I'm doing all these other. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so he's so competent and so mm -hmm. talented mm -hmm. in so many so many other areas. What did you think, Lucky, of yeah. him calling uh, Meek onto stage onto the stage at a recent concert? I thought it was brilliant. And I think that's, <laughs> I, th I thought it was brilliant. And I thought it should have went further with it, in my opinion. <laughs> I bet they have a record coming. Are they, yeah. they, I, you know I, what I mean? You, you, I, you're smelling a record Yeah, here? but I can't wait. I think hip-hop wants it and needs it. Like, and, and that's how the best beefs happen to me. Like, Jay and Nas eventually reconciled. And, you know, Nas signed the Def Jam. They did records together. Like, they're friends now. We see them in videos. We see them at business Grammy partners. parties, right. business partners. It, that all's well, that ends well. Um, same thing with, with Drake and Meek and... Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the way it should. As have. long as you keep it right. Yeah. And you know at the end I mean? of the day, this is what fans have always wanted. Like when Foxy and and Kim were going at it, and and then and then again with with Kim and, and Nicki, they at the end of the day, people really do want to see that happy ending. I remember there they was a resolution. Yeah. Yeah. They right. do want to see a resolution. I mean, they enjoy the beef. But if could you imagine if Nikki and Kim, you know, right now, because then does it make fans track, feel like they're forced to choose? Like they kind of like have to choose. Yeah, which all one? the time. But that's you're a fan. Like that's what you're gonna do. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't necessarily choose with with rap and stuff like that. I guess because I'm involved. But when it comes to like other things like sports, they're always gonna put Kobe versus LeBron. Like it's always gonna happen, and you're you're gonna pick. But right. like you said, I do feel like although we enjoy the negativity, we enjoy the shots. When we do see y'all reconcile, it's like it's amazing. Oh, it's like, okay. Oh, you know, it's just it's weird. <laughs> we want to see y'all beef, but make up after. Yeah. Exactly. I remember, like, I remember a couple of years ago. I think it was Fab um, had a summer jam performance, and and he was trying to pull 
Kim and Foxy on the stage. Can you imagine what moment that would have been? You know, look, Historic. enough time has passed between 50 yeah. and Jai. You know what would right. be amazing? If they did a tour together. 100%. And they kind of versed each other and went hit for hit mm. on tour and took they... Whoa. I just gave, I just gave them a lot of money. Pay that man. <laughs> Pay that man. <laughs> All right, Rob. <laughs> I just threw that out there. Like, but you just throw that out there, okay. Because we, we just, you know, make sure... You know what? I just want the exclusive interview one day. Exactly. No, I want the exclusive interview. No, I, I want did 50's first tickets. TV interview. <laughs> and shout out to Ja Rule for supporting us uh, coming out to our NYCHA town hall oh, to, sure did. to stand up and, and help the people with that. Nice. So I love both of them. And, but that would be amazing. <laughs> that, that would, that would be I would just, go. People would That's go. Nostalgic. That yeah. would be That, that would be nostalgic. a sold out tour. That's the best play now for any of them. And you know what else? I think there's an illusion that you can't like both sides than the hip-hop world and it's so stupid it's like why why do i have to pick a side why can't i like them right. both i may like one a little more than the other yeah but right. we can show love to everybody absolutely like i jay and Nas going at it i still bought stillmatic the first day it came out jay is my favorite rapper 50 and Nas. i was i mean 50 and ja i was a fan of both of them like 50 the records were dope and he killed john ja that battle but it ain't changed the way i felt man mm -hmm. <laughs> Throw it on that every little thing that you do. All right, DJ, DJ Mike Media, we'll get him out of right now. We'll, we'll go out with that. <laughs> but anyway, so lucky advice that you have for anybody that finds himself uh, being dragged into a beef, even if it's not music related. Yeah, what do you suggest? Anybody who's being dragged into a beef, my suggestion is to evaluate the situation, to understand the consequences of beef. There's a good side, there's a bad side. Um, but there's always consequences no matter what choice you make. So just be able to handle those consequences and move forward knowing that you made the best decision not only for yourself, but everybody in your family. Because beef, again, has a trickle-down effect. It starts with you, but it affects everybody in your world. So think about it before you Th do think it. Think about that, too. Yeah. Jazz, what advice do you have for people that want to uh, shut somebody up with the, just with their words? Oh, that's what I do. I know. <laughs> that's 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 what I do. Like even in real I know life, you do it, that. That's what I'm asking you. you give, just, us, give us give us some tips. First of all, it's about your attitude. You know what I mean? Oh, you have okay. to that's be that Brooklyn swag. You have to yeah. be that's your attitude. I, me, I have a very nonchalant attitude. So there's people that literally try to get under my skin, and they'll be like, "I'm getting mad that you're not getting mad." And it's like I did my job. So just you don't even have cool. to say don't words. even get mad. You don't even have just to say words. Just let it roll off. Okay. I, I did my job without saying anything. But I mean, with words, you. Like I said, it's a two, it's too like a thing that's too far. But if you notice something that gets un, like gets under their skin, right? Go ahead and say it and just go, mean? yeah, and shut it down Sometimes like that. Sometimes you could be petty like and that and do it like that. Uh, Rob, what about for the look, looking ahead? Anything you see happening with the the Cardi and Nicki or any other situations we should? You think there will be records coming nah, out of that? Man, or do you I'm, think that's just a? I I think they'll. I'm kind of off that. I think there will be records now because of what happened during Fashion Week. Right. I think we've seen some physical ramifications of what happens, so I, I think there'll be more illusions to it. On I don't know if we'll get full records, but we're gonna get more subs, we're gonna get more headlines. Like, I'm over Nicki versus Cardi, right? Like, honestly, like, but I'm But anybody we should be watching that you're kinda, you, you kinda got your eye on, cause I know you-, you In terms you of got, beef, or yeah, just Yeah, in terms of beef, and in terms of, in terms of artists, too. I wanna take advantage of you while um, we have you on that. YBN I shouted him out before, man. Shout out to YBN Corday. Um, don't play, man. I, I, I think that dude is playing for keeps. Um, Damn, any brewing beefs do I see? Like, 
I don't know. I, I see what Takashi and Ludacris going at it. Like yeah, that's like a meme gonna... battle. Like You're I'm right. not even. <laughs> I think him and Fifty gonna go at it eventually. Him and Fifty. Oh, that because. Na- oh, that would be genius. You know I think that's gonna happen. I, I don't eventually. know. I'm bored of all that. Just give me the records. Just give right? the music. Yeah, yeah. Just, just give, give me the, the music. All right. Not keep the music. <laughs> just give me the line. <laughs> all right. I want to thank you. Thank you for this uh, wonderful episode of Street Soldiers. Rob Markman, head of artist relations at Genius and rapper and music journalist, um, Jazz the rapper, internationally known battle rapper. From Brooklyn Jazz, thanks so much for being with us. You're Lucky Church, welcome. public relations consultant from SMF Global Consultants. Thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.